It's time for Sports Wrap on 760 WJR. All right, this is the wrap on 760 WJR. To a car phone we go. Dave, thanks for hanging on. You're on 760. Gentlemen, and Steve and Dan, you got the chemistry. It's cooking. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Are you calling us from your office? I'm doing Sports Center tonight with Are you uh, really? Dan Patrick. Well, yes. I'm very impressed. By the way, give Dan our best. He's a good man. And, I will. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Dan. Chuck Swirsky says hi. This is the best sports rap has ever been, in my opinion. Now, here's your host, Chris Renwick. The snap, the handoff to Kenneth Walker. Blows through the Wolverines. On his feet at the 10. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Do you believe it? Kenneth Walker, the third, with a 23-yard touchdown run. That's his fifth TD of the ballgame. On. Freaking believable, George. I want you to listen to me, all right? I need you to listen to me. I don't care what anybody else is going to tell you. I don't care what you see on Sports Center, what you see on Fox Sports 1. I don't care what you see. Whatever, uh, uh, you know, uh, Skip Bayless tells you, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to tell you right now who the best player in college football is. The best player in college football right now. Kenneth Walker III is the best player in college football. I don't want to hear it. It's done. It's over. This guy had half, half of Michigan State's offensive yards today. He scored every Michigan State touchdown. Five. Five touchdowns. I don't care what you hear. I don't care whatever they all try to sell you on college game day or or whatever Fox's production is. I don't want to hear it. Kenneth Walker III is the best player in college football, period, end of story. And and you got to give Michigan State a lot of credit because they, I think they're still a little suspect on the back end defensively. Along the line, they were incredibly strong. And, and uh, you know, defensively, they did what they had to do. They did what he had to do. And they just kept clawing. They kept fighting. They kept, they were in it. I mean, they never gave up. You know, down 16, halfway through the third quarter, you think this thing is over. No. The Spartans hung tough. You got to give them credit. You got to give Mel Tucker all the credit in the world. I, I, we have said it week after week after week. What he has been able to do with this team is nothing short of uh, of uh, turning water into wine. It's a miracle. And today was just the latest example of it. Of him being able to dial in, and and these guys. This is the this is the the foundation that's being laid. These guys don't quit. It was an it was an electric scene today in East Lansing. Chris Larry, of course, the beat writer uh, at the Free and, and cover all, covering all things Michigan State. Chris, this was a wild atmosphere today. To talk to me first about what it was like inside Spartan Stadium. The outside Spartan Stadium, because I don't know if I've seen a, an atmosphere outside the stadium like this, even back in you know the mid 2010s when the program yeah. was was on the Big Ten. Uh, championship path annually and, and competing for the college football playoff. You know, I, I think 
the, the only thing I could probably like in this atmosphere too that that I've heard of historically was the '66 game between Michigan State and Notre Dame because I mean traffic yeah. was a nightmare for everybody getting in. Uh, I only live like 10 miles away, and it was it was backed up, and it took me 25 minutes to go, you know, a quarter mile to get to the stadium. <laughs> right. So I got to campus at nine in the morning, and you know, you had the two game days for college. Uh, college game day for ESPN and Fox Sports big kickoff was at, at the other side of the, the stadium. And, you know, it was, it was just a different field. The student section piled in quickly. Some mm-hmm. of it I'm sure was the fact that there wasn't a game last year with fans. And, yeah. you know, there was pent up demand for this. This is two top 10 teams for the first time since 64. And boy, did it live up to the hype. I mean, rarely do you get a game like this that lives up to all that advanced billing and, you know, basically a full month worth of it with Michigan's yeah. bye week and then Michigan State's yep. bye week. And then now you get the whole week leading up to the game. And boy, this really lived up to it on both sides, it, I thought. Yeah, and I think you're, that's a great point because for me, this is an instant classic. And I know that there will be Michigan fans out there that don't feel that way. And 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 we'll talk about that. Um, but in terms of what this game was, and, and you're right, all the anticipation. You. Oh, you got us, Chris? Hello. Hello. Hello, Chris, you got us. All right, well, we'll try to reconnect with Chris. I'm not sure what's happening. But I'll tell you this. The anticipation of, of the, and this buildup, like Chris was mentioning, this was everything and more. And again, I, I understand. Michigan fans are going to be, you know, a little upset. And we'll talk about the Michigan angle here, too. But but you have to look at what Michigan State's got coming up. 8-0 right now. Beat Michigan today. You got Purdue coming up. You got Maryland coming up. Those are two games the Spartans should win. You're going to be 10 and 0 going into Ohio State and Penn State. This, Chris, I don't know that I would have expected this team to be here at this point, uh, even a couple of weeks ago. I mean, this is setting up for something special here for the Spartans. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you know, you talk about whether or not a couple of weeks ago you would have thought it. I mean, even after the Indiana game, you thought, Boy, maybe this team just grinded one out. Maybe it got exposed a little bit, but and then they come out and put up 37 points on Michigan. I mean, it was. Then you think about the swing moments in this game that with fumbles, with you know, yeah, calls interceptions, overturned, calls confirmed. I mean, it was you know those. I mean, this is the kind of game that that people are going to be talking about for decades. Um, particularly if Michigan State has you know continues on that path uh, towards bigger things. I mean, there's Ohio State, there's Purdue, there's Maryland still left. Penn State to close the year, uh, but eight yeah. no uh, going into that stretch is is pretty darn impressive from where they were a year ago. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on this eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR the number forty call or text and we'll get to some of your correspondence coming up next. But but you know uh, Chris, I think that obviously one of the swing points in that game was that fumble. Uh, and, and recovery for a touchdown for Michigan, it, it didn't look like from any of the views that was being offered on the Fox broadcast that there was anything that was going to be conclusive in overturning it. The officials on the field saw something different, obviously, um, but when you kind of shake out the math and see how everything was done, Michigan settled for a field goal at that point uh, instead of the, the seven points or the six, at least, uh, guaranteed with the touchdown. Um, and, and Michigan ends up losing today by four points. That was a pivotal, pivotal moment in that game. Yeah, and, you know, you think about the fact that, on you know, the, the reviews on the Jaden Reed catches, you know, yep. one confirmed, one 
overturned and made a catch. I mean, that was, that was one big play. The Walker touchdown. Did he fumble before that? Uh-huh. Um, you know, before he crossed the goal line. I mean, there's there's another six points right there. Yeah. Um, you know, this game. I mean, you know, there there were little plays throughout the game all the way. I mean, and and, and you know, when it comes down to it, um, you know, you, you mentioned about the four points. Michigan State converts two two point conversions. I mean, yep. you know, you think about coming off that that game a week ago, the the Penn State and Illinois game, and you have to think the teams around the country saw that and are like, we got to practice a lot more two point plays, and that actually benefited Michigan State today, not in overtime, in regulation. Hmm. I I think that you know, as as much of the anticipation that was built around this thing, um, I think you even you really kind of saw. Michigan State develop almost in front of our eyes. I mean, I think the the offensive line played at a different level than they've played at in five years. I think that that uh, the receiving core is deep, uh, just uh, kind of across the board. I think this team took a gigantic step today, and I think Michigan is good. I do. I think today is good. I don't think that you can play the, oh, they didn't call this game the way that they should have when you blow a 16-point lead midway through the third quarter. I think you kind of lose that uh, that right. Um, but I think today Michigan State took a big step. And and for all the folks that said, look, these, team, these teams haven't played each other. Well, now they did. They played two really – these are both really good football teams. And Michigan State clawed their way back from 16 points down in the midway through the third quarter and came back and won this game by four. It is incredible the job that Mel Tucker is doing. Yeah, I, I, to me, the offensive line, I think, is still playing okay, not great. And, you know, I thought some of the tight ends, actually, you know, Connor Hayward and Tyler Hunt popped a couple of those big runs uh, with a little bit of a seam mm-hmm. for, for Kenneth Walker, who, by the way, ha- what I think you saw is you saw the vision of Walker. You know, yeah. remember he had to reverse field on one of them. Um, the crease that was there uh, that I think that Arcuri and Jarvis gave for him was really small, but because of his quickness, because of his vision, he was able to hit it. And Michigan, by the time Michigan reacted to that, you know, it was such a small crease. You didn't think he would get through because he's such a big guy, and he did, and he was gone. And, you know, that's, that's I, I do think there's still a lot of room for improvement for Michigan State because I thought Michigan at times, and, and particularly for much of the game, dominated them in the, in the trenches. And, and, you know, Aiden Hutchinson was able to get in and sack uh, Peyton Thorne. They, they had the two turnovers early um, with the interceptions by Thorne. But Michigan State survived and weathered it. And then they rode the bell cow and, you know, what a bell cow. Cause I mean, you know, you talk about highs in the moments and five touchdowns and 197 yards against their biggest rival on a national stage with all this, these people watching. That's a moment. That's a moment that Heisman voters like myself are going to remember about Kenneth Walker when it comes time to submit those votes at the end of November. I, I to me at this point in the year, I, I you know, I, I, I understand the Travion Henderson stuff. I understand uh, you had a couple quarterbacks out there for me, Kenneth Walker, the third, is the best player in college football. I, I just, I, to me, I, you, what he is now doing week after week and today against a, a top, a top 10 team, uh, racking up half of your team's offensive yardage. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 to me, this, this guy is the real deal. And, uh, I, I fully anticipate him being, uh, in New York for the Heisman trophy, uh, at least ceremony, uh, coming up at the end of the year. Yeah, and you're talking about a top five run defense. I mean, it's that's Michigan's strength. And Michigan, Michigan has been a, a pretty strong front, and they were able to they were able to kind of kind of pounce through there. Um, I shouldn't say that. That's actually Michigan's run offense that's that high, but 
but Michigan's run defense has been good. Not to this point, you know, you you, have, you saw a couple teams like Rutgers kind of get some big yardage on them, but sure. but I thought that uh, Walker did great. I mean, you know, Walker found those creases, and Michigan's secondary didn't have a chance to chase them down. Yeah. Uh, look, Chris Solari, always appreciate the time. Good talking with you, my friend. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that one. That will, that was a good one to be at, I'm sure. It was a fantastic football game college-wise, no matter what. No, I, there was 30-30, and I thought to myself, this is exactly what college football has needed and has been missing for, for the past two years. Yep, you got it. There is Chris Solari. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate the time, as always. Okay. Uh, I, I got a question coming up for you uh, on the other side for, for maybe you Michigan fans. All right. Um, th- this is something that we'll, we'll get to at six forty, and I want to focus on Michigan coming up because there's, you, you know, if you look around social media, you look around everything, it's, it's gets a little crazy. Um, but we'll talk about the Michigan side of all of this too, because I understand some questions about the officiating, some questions about the overturn calls or no calls. We'll get to it. You had a 16-point thir- a lead midway through the third quarter, mind you. But we'll talk about that. Also, a question for Michigan fans coming up right here on Sports Wrap next on WJR. Now back to more Sports Wrap. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick. Uh, for, from, from a Michigan perspective, here's the deal. Look, look, you want to weigh in on this 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Number 40, call or text. We'd love to hear from you. We're also live on Facebook and on YouTube. So if you want to head on over to uh, WJR on Facebook, you can check us out there and interact with us uh, that way. Um, I, I The problem that I have with Michigan fans today is a couple things. Um, I, I, I understand and look as a Michigan fan, I get it right. Like it's frustrating when you're in the mix and you're in the, in the heat of it that, you know, calls are not going your way. I, I, I don't understand still how that, uh, sack fumble recovery for a touchdown ended up being overturned. I, I don't understand, but, but I've got. You know, my problem is, is, is I've always subscribed to the, to the idea of like, if you're a good team, if you're a legit contender, then you overcome the officiating like that doesn't even play in. Now you don't want to leave a game like this questioning. Well, geez. You know, Michigan, Michigan State won by four. If that play gets held up, I mean, you know, it's hard to play that game. But to me, you lose the argument when you look at how much this team was up by. Up by nine at the half. Up by 16 midway through the third quarter. Jason, look, uh, for me, you start to lose you start to lose the ability to complain and whine about officiating when you're too busy blowing your your double digit lead agreed too many uh, settling for field goals today 
Uh, ah, field goals get you beat. And, and that, isn't that the truth? And it, it started to really make me worry. And then the 33-30 lead, and then J.J. Uh, McCarthy comes in to uh, take that series. Well, he, he, the first play and fumbles. Uh, I was talking to a friend that said, oh, you know, you got to keep McNamara in there. He hasn't turned the ball over or anything like that. But I think we know that McCarthy going down the stretch of Michigan was to compete for a Big Ten title. It was, was going to need to get into these certain kind of situations. So I didn't have a problem with that. No. And, and look, I, for me, again, like I, like I get it. I understand. Um, I, I understand. I mean, it, with quarterback, I you, you want to play your guy. You want to play the quarterback. But if you've got sub packages, it's really no different than like a like a wildcat quarterback coming in, right? I mean, it's really right. the same. You have packages. You have sub packages for different guys. I, I don't. It, to me, that's not always the issue. But Cade McNamara was playing a really good game. I mean, a really good game. And, and yeah. uh, you know, it's twenty eight for forty four for three eighty three two touchdowns. Didn't throw the pick until you know late in the game. That's that's those are good numbers, and and again for me, um, you know, JJ serves a specific role, but you have to know when to use that, right? Like you have to know that maybe now isn't the time. And I think down the stretch that that the coaching staff could get some slack on that, or or, or flack rather, because I think that that you know you got to roll with the guy that's your guy, and Cade's the guy. And so, um, you know, the JJ stuff, I, I don't really, you know, JJ is just a package guy at the moment. He is, he's, he's a wildcat quarterback who can throw the football. That's it. It's all he, it's all he is right now. Um, but you know, I, Cade for as good of a day as Cade had, um, you know, Cade missed some of his throws downfield. Yeah. And, and certainly drops like Coram had a drop early on that, that, you know, he had a lot of green grass in front of in front of him. Um, uh, Cornelius Johnson dropped two passes down the stretch that ended up really hurting Michigan. So, you know, I, this is not I, to me, if anything, Cade, you know, took a step today. You know, Cade really showed you he can throw the football. But when you miss five, six throws in a game like this, apparently. It's glaring. And so there were a couple of throws today where Kate, even on the flea flicker down, you know, inside the 30 yard line where you know, he just missed Andre Anthony, uh, you know, you, you got to make those, you got to make those plays. You got to make those throws. The Cornelius Johnson drops and the Blake quorum drops. Those aren't on him. I mean, those are, those are bullseyes, but here's my question to Michigan fans. And, 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 you know, Jace, I'd love to uh, to talk with you about this as well. Uh, 800-859-0957. Uh, as a Michigan fan, all right? Yes. I am a Michigan fan. You, I believe, are also a Michigan fan. Yes. Um, and we'll get to your calls in just a second. 800-859-0957. I know we got some people lined up. Uh, as a Michigan fan, I'm going to give you, a, because we had a rough day today. So now we got to take our medicine, all right? Now this is this is the penance that needs to be. We got to take a lot of medicine. We got to <laughs> take the medicine here. All right. As a Michigan fan, you got to pick one. All right. Here are your options. You have to rewatch either the trouble with the snap game 
from 2015. Again, all knowing how these things end. Right. You got to watch Trouble with the Snap or you got to watch today. Which game which game will hurt less? Can I watch the Bridges of Madison County instead? <laughs> <laughs> Who? You know what? Which I hurts less. You know, I, I'd have to say today, because at least today's game was uh, high scoring, Oof. and uh, I, yeah, I don't want to see trouble with the snap anymore. You're a glutton for punishment, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, 800-859-0957. Let's go out to Greg and Shelby. What's up, Gregory? Hey, C-Note, Mr. Positive. Yo. Hey, real quick. It was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Lived up to the hype. I mean, it was exciting as all heck. Um you just got to say that Jim Harbaugh is an act. I don't know what more to say. Um, we got to ask ourselves, what makes Mel Tucker so uh, good? Why does he, I mean, why is he so accomplished within two years in Harbaugh, obviously, in six to eight years, can't win the big games? It's like I've always said, Harbaugh looks like a guy a deer in headlights, and you look at him and you just go, does he really know the game? And unequivocally, obviously it showed. He really doesn't. I was uh, very pleased that Michigan State won. Here's the thing with Harbaugh, and this is what I'll say about Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is a very smart football mind. Are you sure? For what, for, I am. I am. But here, but here's okay. the thing with Harbaugh. And you look at what Mel, I mean, go back and watch that game today. You watch Mel Tucker, how he's like stalking the sidelines. He is oh, yeah. like, there, there is like a different attitude towards, you know, yeah. you can see it. In, in the, what, what Jim Harbaugh was in her, his first couple of years at Michigan. He was that he was stalking the sidelines. Okay. He was, animated he was you know he, he he wasn't afraid to throw the clipboard throw the papers for whatever reason that's been toned down and and, and I, you feed off of your coach you feed off of that energy and I, you know I, for whatever reason Jim has just he's relaxed a little bit and and I don't know if that's a direct correlation but but you have Mel Tucker is creating something and all of these guys yeah. have have bought they've bought in and so at the end of the day, that's what you see. But, you know, from and Greg, I appreciate the call. But from a Michigan perspective, you just can't blow 16-point leads midway through the third quarter. You just can't do it. Just can't do it. And that's what happened today. 800-859-0957. Jace, do I have time to take another call? Yeah, we can take I'd one like more. To take mm-hmm. another call. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, August in White Lake. What's up, August? Hey, you guys. Great show. I have to agree. To me, I thought it was a great game. It was a great game. It was close. It was back and forth. You were up. You were down. You were high-fiving. You're like, oh, my goodness, that didn't really happen. I mean, for the hype, I can't recall the last time a game locally was that hyped as this game was. And it, it did oh, no. live up to it. It lived oh, up to it. And that's August, we, we haven't had a game like this in a very long time. No, no. No, we haven't had a game. We haven't had a game like this around here since. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Michigan State playing in the playoff game was a lot of hype. You know, back in what was that? Two thousand and seven, six. I'm trying to think of when that what year that was. Number one, number two, Michigan State or Michigan Ohio State. 
big game, but n- n- nothing with these two teams. We haven't had this kind of excitement and buildup for this game in, uh, I mean, ever, quite frankly. And, and I August, are, are, you yeah. a, are you a Michigan fan, August? Well, actually, I, I'm kind of like in between. And I, the okay. reason I say that, my youngest daughter is getting her master's at Michigan. I personally am a, a Spartan. I graduated from Michigan State. Oh, I have friends and family on both sides of the fence. August, so you wave that green I, and white flag proudly, my friend. <laughs> but for me, it really did live up to the hype. I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, I'm sad on the one hand, but I'm happy on the other. It is where yeah. it's a game. It's a game. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. You're right. It August, was. appreciate I appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJR, the number 40 call text. I'll tell you which game I'd want to watch. We're going to go until 7.30 tonight because it's a special night. We'll get you ready for football. Uh, we're, we're just, we're all football today here on WJR. Rather watch. Coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Chris Renwick got Sports Wrap. More on JR next. It's time for Sports Wrap on 760 WJR. All right, this is the wrap on 760 WJR. To a car phone we go. Dave, thanks for hanging on. You're on 760. Gentlemen, and Stephen Dan, you got the chemistry. It's cooking. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Are you calling us from your office? I'm doing Sports Center tonight with Are you uh, really? Dan Patrick. Well, yes. I'm very impressed. By the way, give Dan our best. He's a good man. And, I will. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Dan. Chuck Swirsky says hi. This is the best sports rap has ever been, in my opinion. Now, here's your host, Chris Renwick. Uh, all right, welcome back. I, I, I want to, uh, real quick, and we'll get to you calls in just a second, I promise. 800-859-0957. I want to play a game real quick with, with Jason and uh, Dave Rieger, all right? He, here's the game. I'm going to give you a couple of teams, and I'm going to read you a couple of stats. And I want you to tell me which, based on these stats, which team you would think would win the game. All right? You ready? Ready. Here it goes. All right. We got team A and team B. All right. Team A had 20 first downs. Team B had 26. Team A was four for 13 on third down. Team B was eight for 17. Team A had 395 total yards. Team B had 552. Team A had 196 passing yards. Team B had 406. Team uh, A threw two interceptions. Team B threw one. Team A had 199 rushing yards. Team B had 146. Team A had seven penalties for 75 yards. Team B had eight penalties for 59 yards. Both teams had two turnovers. Team A had one lost fumble. Team A... Had 25 minutes of uh, time of possession, and Team B had 34, almost 35 minutes of possessing the football in that game. Based on those stats, which team do you think would win a football game? You would think you would think Team B, right? Team B would win the football game. They didn't. Team B was Michigan. On the stat sheet, Michigan outplayed Michigan State in almost every facet. In almost every facet of the game. 
and and for the credit for the Spartans is they kept punching. They kept at it. Down, you know, 16 midway through the third quarter, they kept at it. It's impressive. 800-859-0957. By the way, here's I, for Michigan fans out there. If you're a Michigan fan, I need you to answer this question for me. All right, because this is the penance that needs to be paid. This is the this is our medicine that we got to take now. Uh, and I'm enforcing it. Uh, you got to watch the, the trouble with the snap game or you got to rewatch this one. You can only pick one. For me, I would rather watch trouble with the snap on a loop than watch a game like this again. Because trouble with the snap is a fluke play. It's a, it's a, it's a fluke. It's a once in a lifetime deal. Like it's not going to happen ever again. So I can respect it for what it is. This game was just an utter collapse of, of a team. Like Michigan just utterly collapsed. And so again, I don't play the, the, uh, the, the, the referee game and the calls and the, that all nonsense. You're up, you're up by 16 with midway through the third quarter, you win the football game. So for me, I would watch trouble with the snap on a loop. 800-859-0957. Go ahead, Jason. What's that? Oh, I, I was talking to Dave. Dave was trying to chime oh. in, but we're having some technical difficulties. Hold on, Dave. All right. I just thought he was mad at me, but that's okay. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to uh, I'll tell you what, let's go to John in Detroit. What's up, Johnny? That's all you doing? What's up? Hi, Chris. Uh, first of all, I, want to say, I think this show ought to be on seven days a week. You ought to have the 7 o'clock time slot right before Mark Levin, if anybody's listening out there, because this is very informative. Very good show. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Now, first of all, on Michigan, uh, Chris, stats are for losers. I mean, if if everything goes according to to script as as has happened in recent years, the Ohio State game is a guaranteed absolute double digit, probably three touchdown loss. Penn State could go either way. You'd have to lean towards Penn State, assuming they don't get demolished tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, then. Based on Harbaugh's bowl record, you're you're looking at nine and four. How could he possibly come back if everything goes according to script and you go and you go nine and four? It's I mean this was a total absolute choke job today, blowing a 16 point lead. Face it, Mel Tucker was a nobody last year. He was probably Michigan State's third coach. Now you now you could arguably say he's the second best coach. It's not even close in the Big Ten before this game. That those LSU roamers I thought were total BS. There was no way he could possibly get that job. Dabo Sweeney is the was the a lead a lead pipe cinch in my opinion. But assuming mm-hmm. Tucker beats Ohio State, you would have to say he's a 50-50 chance to get the um, LSU job. And before this game, I thought he had a zero chance. You know, it's interesting, John. I think you're right on a lot of points. I, 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 for me, the the Mel Tucker thing, and, and this is why I think Mel Tucker is going to be so sought after, in this case, by LSU. And, and look, for the record, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think the Michigan State faithful understand what they've got in Mel Tucker. Uh, so I don't think he goes anywhere. But but here's what makes Mel Tucker kind of a unicorn in, in, in college football in 2021. Mel Tucker came in and and in a, in a weird COVID year and didn't have a good year last year, but he beat Michigan, which is a prerequisite, but he didn't come in and, um, and panic because this, the, the roster was a mess, which it was. What he did was come in and in, and in modern day college football, 
utilize that transfer portal the way he did, bringing in 41 new guys to this team, 41 transfers, plus utilizing, you know, different, uh, you know, options in terms of with the COVID year, the NCAA gave uh, student athletes an extra year of eligibility. So you, you got, you know, the opportunity here to keep some of the guys that you wanted to keep, but if you've got guys that you can bring in that are going to be impact players, um, then you bring them in and, and even a step further, not only was he able to utilize the portal the way he did, but you look at the guys that he brought in from the portal and that are contributing and that, are, and, and <laughs> Kenneth Walker, the third was a, was a, a guy who didn't even start for wake forest last year. And now he's the, in my mind, the front runner for the Heisman trophy. That is crazy. So I think what's happening with Mel Tucker is not only do you see that he can build a program like this, but he can do it different ways. And and going out and looking for a guy like Kenneth Walker III means that he can find talent, means that he can identify talent. And when, when you win games like this, when you win games like this on a national stage, when you win games like this, that you got ABC, Fox, the whole crew, all their morning shows, all their pregame tailgate shows are there. Yeah. You don't think people are going to want to come play here. You don't think kids are going to want to come play for this guy in Michigan state Uh, because they are. So I don't think he's going anywhere, but this guy, you know, from from being not being able to recruit, not being able to do all those things because of COVID, and fielding an eight and zero football team when they were, you know, when the over under on wins in Vegas, I think it was four and a half. Yeah, this guy's for real, and I do think he's the second best coach in the Big Ten. 800-859-0957. More of your calls next, right here on WJR. Now back to more sports wrap. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick. All right, welcome back. 800-859-0957, We'll get to your calls in just a second. Getting you ready for North Carolina State and Louisville coming up at 730 right here at WJR. That's going to be a good one. Before we get to your calls, I want to make one other. We've got the college football playoff selection show extravaganza committee, whatever they call that thing. Uh, that's coming up on November 2nd. All right. And, and this is kind of an autonomous poll from the AP top 25. Like this is the poll that they will start going off of to determine who make that comes on November 2nd. The first one. Here's who's in the top 25 now. All right. Georgia. Georgia goes down to the swamp today and blasts Florida 34 to 7. Florida, the team that had Alabama on the ropes. All right. Georgia's solidly at number one. Then you've got in the in the top 25, the AP top 25 poll, you've got Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Ohio State at number five. All right. At this point, I understand Cincinnati's undefeated. Goodbye, Bearcats. You've played nobody. You have one quality win on the road against the, the 11th-ranked uh, Fighting Irish in South Bend. Good win, but the rest of your schedule is trash. You don't even play another top 25 team to SMU. That's in a couple of weeks. So, no, you don't, you're not losing. 
All right. But Cincinnati should not be in the playoff at the moment. So for me, here's how this should shake out. You've got Georgia. You've got Alabama. I would put Michigan State at three. And then I would put Oklahoma at four. I would have Cincinnati at six and Ohio State at number five. Mind you, Ohio State's probably going to blast Penn State tonight. At home, night game, at the shoe. It uh, doesn't bode well for folks who play night games at the shoe. So for me, first college football playoff ranking, Michigan State's number three. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Uh, let's go to Muhammad in Dearborn. What's up, Mo? Hello, good evening. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you? Yes. Um, uh, uh, the, the, the last time this game was hyped up, that was 1999, where both teams ranked in the top 10. Um, that, that was the year with Tom Brady. Uh uh, this game hurt more than the 2016 was because I remember about being a Michigan fan, Michigan State winning or in the in the last few seconds of the of the game. So this one hurt more because Michigan had a 16 point lead, and you know just the the, the only difference, you know when he, when he talked about the numbers was the big plays. That's what hurt yep. Michigan today. Mo, I and, agree. I agree and, with you. And one last thing is what was troubling was, you know, uh, I don't get why Michigan, uh, they were called for penalties, you know, for substi- substituting, you know, that, yeah. that's on the coaches, you know. It's, uh, sure. Absolutely. to think that way. Yeah. No, you're right. Mohammed, I appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you. 800-859-0957. Off to a cell. Talk to Curtis. What's up, Curtis? Hey, how you doing, Chris? Hey, what's going on, man? Um, I just want to make a comment about something you said earlier where you said if you're playing a team that the referees really shouldn't cause a team to win, I I think you need the referees on your side when you're playing a top-ten team. I think that games are so close that those calls mean a lot more. Now, if you're playing a team that's not even ranked, then, yeah, you should overcome bad calls by the referee in in that position. Uh, Look, I, I don't disagree with you. But I think that you get to, and again, I'm a, I'm a Michigan fan, all right? I'm, I'm not thrilled with how this thing shook out today, but I'll tell you this, is is you, you try not to put yourselves in bad positions, okay? And that's number one. Michigan didn't necessarily put themselves in bad positions today. But, but I have a harder time pointing to the officiating being the issue when you've got a double, you know, you know a, you're, you're up by two scores at a minimum. You're up by 16 points midway through the third quarter. To me, if you're a real team, if you're a contender, if you are what your record and your ranking says you are, then you overcome those things. Then those then those penalties shouldn't matter. They may hurt, they may upset you, they may, but they wouldn't cost you the game. And today, uh, Michigan lets you know they, they let. The Spartans come back. They they let them hang around, and then you, you, they go ahead late, and there's nothing else you can point to. I mean, you, I I feel like you know I understand you're trying to grasp at something, but you just you know at some point for me the officiating is not the issue. 
You know, you look at that Michigan uh, Ohio State game where where TJ Barrett didn't get a first down, but they called it a first down. Different story. Different story. Completely different story. This here, 16 point lead. It's just that, that that's not where the, the issues lie. Uh, thank you for the call, Bob. Appreciate you. Let's go to Craig in Traverse City. What's up, Craig? Hey, Chris. Hey, thanks for taking hey. the call. Um, real quick, I um driving back to TC and Hurt made a comment about Michigan State fans don't realize what they have with Tuck with uh with Tuck with Mel Tucker. No, we we realize what we have with Mel with Tucker. You know, Tuck's not coming, Tuck's here, and he ain't going anywhere. Matt Ishbia could buy LSU if he wanted to tomorrow. <laughs> so, I mean, all this chatter about Tucker going somewhere, that's just you guys deflecting because, frankly, you're scared to death. About hey, Tucker Craig, being Craig, Craig, hey, you know I, ain't, I, look, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think I, he's going uh, anywhere. Well, that's great because, you know what, frankly, hopefully, you know, we hope that, you guys give Harbaugh a lifetime contract. A lifetime contract, yeah. And us and Michigan State and Ohio State would chip in and pay I that know. contract for years and be happy about it. That being HBO said, would probably I, pay that too. That being said, <laughs> I hear the chatter about the officiating, blah, blah, no. blah. You know, no. why is it, my question is this, why is it that when you guys beat us, it's, Oh, Michigan's superior, we're better, we're arrogant, blah, blah, blah. But when we beat you, it's always – there's a whining, complaining. There's always an excuse. You know, Desmond – frankly, Desmond fell down. Smoker and TJ beat the clock. Harbaugh didn't ha- – Harbaugh had two gunners out there on the punt return for no reason. So, you know what? You lost. Hey, Craig, you know what? Craig, it's Craig, great. you it's don't great, hear that man. from me. You don't hear that from me. Uh-uh. I know, maybe I, not, not, but I hear. Uh, I'm not that, playing that the officiating. That is the Michigan fan base. It has been for years, uh, and it will be for you know. You know, face it. Tuck's here. He ain't going anywhere. You- no, he ain't coming. He's here. Tuck here. Craig, I appreciate the call. Thank you. By the way, Kenneth Walker. Uh, how about plus five hundred to win the Heisman? You like that? Uh, yeah. Plus 500. Kenny Walker. Whew. Standing up there at the podium. Look out. Best player in college football. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Enjoy NC State Louisville. That's coming up next right here on WJR. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Matt Lornick will be here with you. Uh, so have yourself a wonderful rest of your weekend. And the week ahead, we'll catch you next weekend. All right? Chris Renwick here on WJR. Talk to you then. See you.